everybody. So we are so excited to be here to get all our musical on and talk all about the Tony Awards in this year on Broadway. And I am joined by my friend Hayden. This is very exciting. It's our first time podcasting together. Hello. Yeah. Do you want to introduce yourself to, I know a lot of, a lot of my listeners will know you from Twitter, but Mm -hmm. do you want to introduce yourself? Um, I'm Hayden. I, I'm a, I guess I'm just a big movie musical fan trying to act, um, try to get in there. But, um, yeah, right now I'm just kind of doing the watching thing. Yeah. Yeah, Which is still pretty fun. Uh, I can't imagine grinding it out. Uh, there trying to do auditions and stuff like that uh so i admire you for for doing that and and you and i we have our fiery debates on twitter Mm -hmm. Uh but i don't think that we'll actually really disagree all that much on a lot of these i think uh, no i I think it's pretty i think it's uh, it'll be pretty subdued i guess yeah (laughs) right right yeah so do you have a favorite like broadway show of all time that you've seen uh it's a question of the millennium <laughs> I mean, um i have a lot i it kind of just depends on the time um i'm i'm a really big sondheim fan for mm-hmm. mostly um really big soft spot for his work uh into the woods sweeney todd assassins um i love company and people never talk about it i, I do really about, like company too when they I talk just, about sondheim i feel like it always gets skipped for some reason <laughs> i do it is up there for me it's just that i have a i have a fondness for the darker stuff so yeah yeah so yeah uh i i don't know i just i i love uh movies and things that kind of talk about work and like our motivations for work and why we what we dedicate our lives to and i just find that whole topic very fascinating so i think that's why it really like rings true for me and uh i i just love the recorded version with raw spars that we have the um pbs masterpiece thing they did oh so good (laughs) Uh, i still can't believe that he didn't win for that (laughs) all hail Raul Esparza. Oh, he was amazing. But um, all right. Well, I'd say my favorite is still Les Miserables. I don't know if we'll ever be topped just because of when you have the nostalgia thrown in there. Of It was really next to The Little Mermaid. It was the first music that I ever really fell in love with in my life. <laughs> and, uh, and I knew, I watched, they had a 10-year anniversary concert. Right, yeah. Uh, and I literally knew every line to every song (laughs) and i was so excited when i got to go with my high school choir because we were in maryland and we did a um competition in new york and you got to pick between cats or les mis (laughs) oh wow that is such a difficult decision yeah sophie's choice there but uh but no i i was so beyond excited and i just feel like so rarely in life to like those kind of like insane expectations like really 
uh, yeah. really mad. One met. thing on my bucket list is actually to do like a flash mob of one day more. Just yeah. <laughs> public because I see those on YouTube all the time. Yeah. God, that looks like so much fun. And I just love the message of the of the the show. The I mean, I, I've tried to get through the book and I've struggled, but because uh, yeah. there's like three like, pages on the sewer system. I mean, it's yeah. very it's challenging. Victor, Victor Hugo loves talking about his architecture. <laughs> yeah, right. And but anyway, in the um in the musical, I just love sort of this dynamic of of mercy versus justice. Uh, where Javert like really believes that he's doing the right thing and that always makes for an interesting villain because he's not really a villain in his eyes at least so I I, I think that's what makes it really moving and um, uh, anyway I still love it so it's still my favorite although I did get to see Hamilton this year which was yeah. very exciting <laughs> which I saw before it was cool I and I'm so yeah that <laughs> yeah it was really cool I mean I I uh I've seen not obviously on Broadway, but I saw in the Heights, and I right. loved that because there's actually a really strong theater scene here in Utah. Yeah. Uh, practically every town has a little theater company. Even where I live here in Draper, there's a little Draper Stork Theater, and um, there's in particular uh, a company called Hale Theater, which has even had uh, the Orm one has had Audrey McDonald perform on there. It's it's oh. pretty legit, and. Yeah. Uh, Anyway, so, and the Utah Shakespeare uh, Festival is one of Tony's. Um, nice. So it's pretty, it's pretty great community to live yeah. for um, theater. So that's where I saw it in the Heights. But anyway, so that's sort of our background a little bit. But what was your overall thoughts about this year in musicals? Both maybe was it nominated and what was nominated? Did you feel like it was a strong year? It was it was a very average year, kind of. It was just kind of there. Mm -hmm. I I wasn't like I do really like all of the shows, but there wasn't really. It wasn't particularly like the strongest year that I've seen. Yeah, I, I mean I haven't seen any, any of them, uh, but except for Frozen, mm -hmm. but uh, I just from listening to this to the cast albums and what they showed at the tony awards i i, yeah, I agree with you and i think that last year was a lot stronger because even like a show like groundhog day last year really impressed me a right. lot and I, I i don't know i just felt like all four i think there were four nominees last year for best musical and mm -hmm. i liked all a lot yeah i've been like i've been essentially saying that i think i kind of in the back of my mind wish that they had switched some of them around a little bit like moved some around from last year to this year and vice versa yeah. just so it, like just in my head i just i just feel like that would have been a little bit more enjoyable for me at least yeah yeah um uh, i i i agree and i i don't know i felt like they also picked very strange choices to sing at the tony awards and now that just comes down to the maybe the singers like we'll talk about it with carousel in particular <laughs> yeah, um that, and maybe yeah. renee fleming just isn't available to sing you never walk alone and so they can't do it or yeah i don't know but i thought the song they picked was really odd uh, yeah. 
that, that was not the song I thought they were going to go no. with. Like when you think of Carousel, you do not think blow high, blow low. Like I was, what? Yeah, I was just, I was, I mean, Joshua Henry is amazing, but I was just like, I was like just, it's literally June. Why wouldn't you do June is busted out all over? Like, yeah, that just would make total sense. I don't know. Very weird. But anyway, so we'll, we'll get to that. So, and we're not really going to talk about the plays very much, um, but I guess we should mention Harry Potter and the Cursed Child. Right. And this is a two-part play, correct? Yes, two parts. Yeah. And I read the play. Yeah. I I actually thought the story, because I'm a time travel sucker. I I like time travel stories. And I actually thought it was fun. I didn't mind it, but I thought it was pretty poorly written. And I was surprised that jk rowling would put her name on even though she, she didn't yeah. to write it the but thing is you like really do have to see it on stage to get the full effect mm-hmm. it's kind of like just i i guess i would say it's like reading the script to like a disney movie mm-hmm. you just don't get the same like feel or emotion through it because when i read it i was amused but i wasn't like all in, when I saw it actually being done with all the effects and all the performances, I was like, my jaw was like constantly like on the floor. So you think it probably deserved the Tony? It wasn't just yeah. I, I I don't fandom I think thing. May, okay, it's complicated because I think that there should maybe be like two different categories. I think there should be like best book of a play and best um. Mm. production possibly because it's kind of just best play and it overall encompasses it and i think that Mm. best production could have easily gone to harry potter and maybe best book should have gone to something else Mm. it's kind of like what they do with um with musicals they have a book score right uh interesting yeah i can see that i can see what you're saying you're saying all right well let's talk about the musicals mm-hmm. uh so the first one we're going to talk about is mean girls what we're going to talk about is mean girls so this was uh, written by tina fey mm-hmm. based on her movie with music by R- jeff richmond who is her husband right right correct and uh and lyrics by neil benjamin and so yeah so this i uh, i've listened to the soundtrack That's and fun. it's really fun I yeah. really enjoy it, and I I I I wrote down uh, re- responses, I guess, uh, reviews from two different theater critics, um, from the Hollywood Reporter David Rooney and from New York Times Jesse Green, and Jesse Green said, or New York Times said, it's a likable but seriously over padded new show, and Hollywood Reporter says. A surprisingly enjoyable and genuinely funny sugar treat. So, what? And it has an 81 show score. Right. Um, so, what do you think about Mean Girls? Okay. I, I think that it's my personal favorite of the nominees. Uh-huh. Just, um, I'm a big fan of the movie. So, I've been, I've been looking forward to this for a very long time. And the songs are, I've been listening to a lot of them on repeat. Uh-huh. It's because they're so catchy and just warm your way in there. 
Yeah. Um, they really are very catchy yeah. songs. Yeah. I think that some of the lyrics are a little iffy at times, but I, but the performances kind of outshine some of those shortcomings. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I, I feel like I can't help but compare it to Legally Blonde, the musical. Uh, and I don't know uh, which one. Uh, I don't know. I feel like I maybe prefer Legally Blonde a little bit. Maybe that's probably because I just prefer Legally Blonde a little bit more than Mean Girls. But uh, they, they did a really good job. I think it was very well cast. Of yeah. Erica Henningsen, Taylor, uh, that's playing Katie, Taylor Louderman playing regina george and i thought that in that she's very particularly strong i think and i liked that they tried to flush out regina's character i yeah. think a little bit i i want to give a special shout out to barrett wilbert weed who plays janice because mm-hmm. i have loved her for a long time now um she was in the heathers musical actually mm-hmm. um she's kind of getting it's she's kind of getting a little typecast as as uh, that kind of uh, mean girl genre mm. but um but she's i i love her um um and i kind of wish that she had gotten nominated this year yeah but that's just because i love her a lot yeah uh they sang where do you belong um uh, along with uh, meet the plastics meet the plastics that is not what i would have done right. i i would have done stupid with love or someone gets hurt i think those are the two best songs right i think i get why they did those songs because it's kind of a showcase of the ensemble so to speak and it and it shows off the nominees and the characters that they want mm-hmm. to get across yeah um which is i think why they chose it. i think the way they arranged it kind of was a little bit off and it I think it threw some of the actors off a bit. Mm. It just felt like, I don't know, since we're not going to see the whole show, like don't pick a song that's just giving us sort of a lot of exposition about the characters. Like it'd be better to do a song that is one of the more standout songs because since we're not seeing the whole show. And so, yeah, I would have, I think someone gets hurt is probably the best song in the movie. I mean, my favorite, um, my personal favorite is world burn. Uh-huh, um, that one's good too. I, I, it just makes me feel like alive, and Taylor Louderman can punch me in the face anytime <laughs> she wants. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so there you go. So that was Mean Girls. It came empty-handed, which is a little disappointing. Yeah. Didn't win anything. Um, and for Gretchen Wieners, bye. What's that? And numb for Gretchen Wieners, bye. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, so then we had. Uh, the Tonys. Then their next one was a revival musical. Right. Uh, they did a montage, whatever, uh, from My Fair Lady. This was the one that I felt like they, they picked the right songs. Of course, yeah. you got to pick. They did Rain in Spain. I could have danced all night, and I'm getting married in the morning, which isn't my favorite song. I would maybe, but it makes sense to pick it, I right. guess. Um, <laughs> and yeah, so My Fair Lady and this the uh this is at lincoln center and the new york times says that it was plush and thrilling and better than it ever was hollywood reporter says that was a slight disappointment and that ambrose is imp- an imperfect fit 
for the vocal demands of the role. So he's a little more tepid on it. Um, how do you in general feel about My Fair Lady? And I, I, yeah. I have nothing against My Fair Lady. I like My Fair Lady. Um, it's just, I think it's just a nice classic show that I really quite enjoy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I, I know that it's probably a little bit of it. it both the, both Carousel and My Fair Lady do seem like odd choices in the year of, you know, Me Too year. Right. But, uh, but it, I guess it just depends on how you do them. I, I mean, I really enjoy, I enjoy, uh, my fair lady more than carousel but yeah um, they both have really good songs and yeah. i thought that lauren ambrose seemed pretty good to me <laughs> i yeah. don't know there was a lot of facial acting i noticed yeah that's true I, like my group was just my tony watching group was just commenting on how how um extreme her facial expressions were which mm-hmm. i mean it's on stage so fair it's just it was just kind of funny to see on like a small screen but i thought she had a pretty nice mixed sound to her voice Um, it works so well with those songs because kind of dance all night goes so high right you have to be able to pull off that soprano pretty well yeah my my one gripe with the with the performance was i somehow couldn't find a way to sneak diana rigg in there Mm. yeah I, I just she I, plays the mom, right? Yeah, I'm in love with her. So yeah, <laughs> I forgot, I didn't know that. Yeah, um, so interesting. Yeah, it has an 87 percent on the, and almost all the show scores are about the same. Because right. I think like they would probably do better off if they like pulled people who were like regular theater goers. Because if they just pull the audience, like if you're in New York for to see a Broadway show, like nine times out of ten you're gonna like it. You know what I mean? right because you're just like oh we're going to broadway show (laughs) um i don't know so anyway uh then we had from we never thought we'd get a spongebob squarepants musical and all of the musicals that were nominated this year are based on movies how do you feel about that i think it's just kind of part of the game at this point i I can't really be, feel specifically one way. It's just kind of an incidental. Like I realized like, oh, they're all based on movies or TV shows. Interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. TV shows. Yeah. I mean, I know some people were just like, you know, what are they becoming Disneyland? But, you know, right. what do you do? Uh, so they did I'm Not a Loser, which is a song that Squidward sings. Um, in a Spongebob Squarepants musical. And uh, I thought it was underwhelming. <laughs> yeah, um, I, I think it's one of those where you kind of do need to see it more on stage. I think uh-huh. I think it's just like, it's like a really like nice, like cute little show. It, it's just kind of, one of those like fun like sort of matinee romp sort of things yeah that's what my friend conrado said because uh, i wasn't that impressed with the cast recording i wasn't that impressed with the cast recording either i was just like i don't know i felt like i had an open mind to it but it was just wasn't wowing me <laughs> yeah, uh, but 
I was like the opposite. I think I had a pretty like closed mind and I was just like, oh, this isn't bad. I kind of like this. Mm. Yeah. I, uh, and I, but I thought that they should have done, I guess I miss you or BFF. I think those two songs are better than I'm not a loser. And they both have SpongeBob in them, which I would think you'd want to do. Yeah. I maybe would have done a Bikini Bottom Day Uh just because I kind of like just like to give a taste of it, like just show like kind of Bikini Bottom. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's interesting. And just a simple sponge also. Yeah. So this has an 81 show score. And the New York Times says it's a ginormous giggle of a show. And the Ethan Slater, as SpongeBob steals the show, Hollywood Reporter says, while groaning at its fusillade of cornball aquatic puns and absence of musical cohesion, uh, but whether it wore me down like coral erosion or grew on me like algae, the show's unstinting commitment to anarchic plotting, goopy sentiment, and bonkers ADHD juvenilia had me grinning like an idiot. So there you go. He's a pretty good writer, I think. <laughs> That's a good movie. Um, anyway, so there you go. So then we get the next of our revivals uh, on the in the night, and that we had a Carousel, and they had Low High, Blow Low, which we already talked about. It was yeah. just such an odd choice, very odd choice. And this, uh, I, I found out because I was wondering if they were going to change the. Uh, some of the outdated language in carousel but i guess they didn't yeah there was some complaining on the twitters about that <laughs> yeah of course this is the classic oscar and oscar and Han- uh, and uh, i mean rogers and hammerstein uh musical uh, where do you stand on rogers and hammerstein i i do i really i really respect them overall mm-hmm. i i really I, I really do like Carousel, and without it, um, Sondheim wouldn't have actually gotten into musical theater um, because he saw it and was inspired by it, and uh, and uh, he was actually um, like an apprentice of uh, Hammerstein uh, back yeah. in the day. I love Roger Hammerstein because their songs they they write for sopranos <laughs> and so many modern musicals i could never sing because they're that belty really low right. sound and uh and so i would always look for either kristen chenoweth songs because she's soprano or <laughs> for uh roger hammerstein i knew i could sing could sing those and it wouldn't get too low but anyway but yeah, I love I, I love old Roger Hammerstein. And New York Times called this heartfelt, half-terrific revival. They said, uh, they talked about not updating the dialogue, that the scenes in heaven in the final act fall flat, but for, for the rest of it, it tingles with rapture of life in all of its contradictions. And there were great chemistry between the lead couple. Holly Reporter said, what a gift to have it back on Broadway in a magnificent... magnificently sun revival that breathes pulsing new life into this shimmering masterwork and he praised the final act actually and said that you'll never walk alone was perfection so there you go and uh and i think that was renee fleming who did 
never walk alone i'm pretty sure the opera star so yeah and the girl the girl who uh the lead girl woman played uh won the uh, tony uh lindsey mendez yeah uh lindsey mendez yeah yeah for playing carrie so there you go all right then we had next uh we had for the first time in forever and let it go from frozen right and as i have seen that i saw it in denver uh and i thought that was a little strange i mean it might seem obvious to do let it go but i think it might have been cooler to have done badoonch to, yeah <laughs> to do one of the new songs particularly to do monster which is like the strongest new song yeah agreed um i don't know it would have just showed yeah. everybody this is something different and yeah, i wasn't surprised that they went with went with the songs from the movie itself mm-hmm. i wasn't surprised but i but monster is definitely um, the best yeah song. it has a 76 show score and new york times was uh, they were both pretty rough on it. <laughs> they said called it some sometimes rousing often dull alternate alternately dopey and anguished disney musical he says that he says he's straining to make something artistically worthy of the property's commercial promise at least in comparison with the trout or reviewed in denver in september they're getting closer so it sounds like they made changes from what i saw yeah in denver so that's interesting and hollywood reporter says he was underwhelmed and it ends up being merely adequate a bland facsimile when it should have been something memorable in its own right what do you think about frozen the musical i i do actually really like the frozen movie unlike a lot of people um but i and i think that the musical could have been a lot better um i think that there's a lot of great in there Mm -hmm. but it also kind of falls into the shadow of the the movie itself i feel Mm -hmm. like they maybe i kind of wish they could have taken a little bit more time with it to just make it something special Mm -hmm. rather than just kind of recreating the movie and adding some things and yeah yeah uh, they could have taken some more risks uh and they did get really good talent the the um, yeah. the performers uh are really good which is was is a tall order because when you're replacing idina menzel ooh, that's got to be nerve <laughs> very nerve-wracking yeah. to do uh but i i think that let me find her name uh i think that cassie cassie levy i think she's your cassie i don't yeah yeah. she's great i think she's really talented for sure yeah and i and i really admire um patty murin for um speaking out against a lot of uh, mental health stigma Mm. considering uh she um didn't do a few performances uh because she was having some anxiety attacks from the drama of the show and she was very outspoken about that which oh, was which yeah. was really which was really really nice i i really respected that yeah that is cool do you have a favorite of these disney musicals do you think's the best in, in general um 
possibly I don't want to be cliched and say Lion King, but probably Lion King. Yeah. Which is actually, I think that was the first one I ever saw. Um, but yeah, I think Lion King, honestly, because it made it, it made it transformative, I guess. Yeah. It just made it into something completely different. And, and I, and I kind of prefer to the movie, honestly. <laughs> Yeah, I it's definitely the one yeah where they really made it its own work of art. They added some really great new new songs like Shadowlands is so good and um I mean nostalgia's sake, I have a lot of I have a ton of nostalgia wrapped up around the Beauty and the Beast right musical. Uh I I went and saw that with my cousin the Christmas before she passed away. Uh my sister was in it and I've just tons of nostalgia uh but i probably would agree just just on just counting brass tacks i would probably say lion king as well uh and i i I think they've been pretty hit and miss i i was not a big fan of the little mermaid um i thought that it had some good stuff but i really didn't like them making ursula his triton's sister that was dumb they that's a twist that they keep doing and things like, that was stupid always just kind of well and she's an octopus like why is she her... what like that's I... not any sense to me i i was could be more awkward i was I, my school did a kind my elementary school did a <clears throat> not exactly official production <clears throat> Uh, and uh, they kind of gender swapped Ursula and Triton uh-huh. um, because the actors wanted to do it, and so they made it Urso and Tritania, which was kind of strange. And <laughs> that's funny. Yeah. Um, and uh, there was a lightsaber battle at the end for some reason. I don't. I don't. Yeah, that was, <laughs> that's that, hilarious. Yeah. And I was also in a. I also played Zazu in a. Um, not strictly official version of Lion King. Um, oh, really? Yeah, that was. I fun. mean, the other one that I wasn't a big fan of that I know a lot of people loved. I really didn't love the the Mary Poppins. Yeah, I didn't really like any of the new songs, and I I know they took all the stuff they added was from the book. Yeah, I don't know. I just didn't care for it. Yeah. So, oh well. What are you gonna do? Um. Anyway, so yeah, and I think the Tarzan was Tarzan was a thing. It was happened. a thing, yeah. <laughs> right. Uh Newsies was good. That yeah. that was that was a good one. They actually made that much better. Yeah. Yeah. So all right. Well, so then we had a little little sample, even though it wasn't nominated for Best Musical, from Summer the Donna Summer Musical, because a couple of the actresses I believe were nominated and uh so i felt like they they did a whole bunch of different donna summer songs and i felt like they weren't mic very well it just felt very amateurish and i kind of i don't know it was weird to me yeah and their show has a 71 show score and the critics were not nice to this uh, New York Times said that he called the jukebox musical the cockroach of Broadway. And he said that, but even so, in the so-called, uh, but even so, in a so-called blight, you could 
learn more by reading a thoughtful obituary while playing her hits. And the Hollywood Reporter called it a tacky little show. So. Right. They didn't like it. <laughs> yeah. It was it was actually the only show my my one of my friends who lives in New York, it was the only show that he didn't see uh-huh. out of and he could have seen it. He just chose not to because right. he really did not want to. Right. <laughs> well, and there's no cast recording, so Yeah, and he was just and yeah, and I just asked him about it. He was just like, Yeah, no thanks. Yeah. What what do you think about juke jukebox musicals? Um, I think they can be done well for what they can be. Um, I do, I do enjoy Mamma Mia overall. The musical oh, yeah. more show than the, the, the show more than the film. Uh-huh. I, I do enjoy, I do enjoy that as just a nice little fun, cute show. Yeah. Jersey Boys. I, those are probably, the, Mama yeah, Mia are probably Jersey two. Boys pretty good. Um, Love Billy Joel, but um, I, moving out kind of put me to sleep. But to be fair, I was probably not the right age range for that when I saw it. I was I saw that when I was ten, so I was I was pretty bored with that. But could have just yeah. been an age thing. Yeah, I actually enjoyed one uh, about Elvis songs uh, called "All Shut Up." Yeah, uh, but it wasn't like it was really about elvis it was they just used the songs to tell a story which i kind of appreciated uh and um uh yeah i'm trying to think if there's any other ones that i've liked i I know a lot of people really like that um carol king one beautiful yeah yeah i haven't seen that though uh so there you go then we had uh the the winner of the best revival yeah, uh, and had that made me very this, happy. Yeah, Once on This Island. I was and very happy about that win. I've always really loved Once on This Island. Yeah. I've always felt like it was very underrated because when I was a uh, when I was growing up, when I was an eighth grader, the high school, my high school, did Once on This Island, and so I was just kind of aspirational for me. You right. know, it was like to go and be like, oh, look how amazing that is, and uh it was it's a really fun really engaging show right Mm -hmm. and they did we dance and mama will provide which were good i enjoyed those i thought they were were solid and yeah yeah. i i thought that uh they they actually filmed it at the theater at first i for a while i didn't yeah it was actually there i i felt that too it was it was a little confusing yeah my only gripe with this particular song was that it was a little hard to understand what they were saying yeah. to me. Uh, and so I, I like some say and waiting for life a little bit better. I think, I think it would have been a little better uh, in that kind of setting, but yeah, I was glad to see that it won. I think that it's a, a really effervescent fun show. Yeah. And yeah, the New York Times says that it was revived and ravishing, a bright spot in a dismal theatrical fall. Give, and he says Michael Arden, the director, is the uh, is a hallmark of ingenuity, warmth, and intensity bordering on excess. Frankly stupendous and frankly stupendous singing. Hollywood Reporter said that 
uh, they because I guess they've changed the the setting to Haiti. Yeah, and that it was mo- a moving canvas and an enchanting fairy tale. So, yeah, yeah. Okay, so you would have picked Once on this Island also yeah. out of those three. Yeah, out of the three, yes. Yeah, I think that uh, that just as far as cast recordings, I think that Carousel probably had the best singing of yeah. any of these shows that we'll talk about. In my opinion, I thought that it was beautifully sung but uh but it looked like once upon the island was was a lot of fun to watch so okay then we have a band's visit and uh so this is the winner for new musical so i'm part of this theater group called the utah uh, theater utah theater anonymous uh where they have all these meetups and it's very active in fact uh they they had a broadway con had the 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 leader of this group give like a whole demonstration and everything about to to other to show how you know to do these kind of community groups and uh, it's very active and they do like tons they're planning trips to london and trips to all this stuff and none of them liked this none of them they all thought it was boring they all thought it was like every song sounded the same and uh they just weren't they weren't into it and i i was surprised because these are like very seasoned experienced theater goers you know we're not talking like like some nobody who would more likely to think something like that is boring um it's based on the uh movie uh and i have a uh i me and christine talked about it for chicks on flicks the movie the movie is very languid it's good but it's slow and so uh anyway they did omar sharif which i I thought was i don't know i guess it makes sense to pick but it's kind of a it's just basically like two people talking the whole song yeah but in fairness i would kind of just i i want to i want to see tony shalhoub react to everything in my life i think there should be just a camera (laughs) tony shalhoub reacting to things yeah yeah fair fair enough yeah can't go wrong with that i i don't know i i wasn't blown away and i don't know, maybe i was influenced by all my friends who didn't like it but i did think that the soundtrack was pretty i don't know kind of bland i i <laughs> i just didn't i don't know i guess i like my broadway musicals to have like the real sort of cabaret kind of feel to them where there's like yeah. a standout like belting song you know that like in in i don't know it seemed like they were all kind of flat and um but uh it's got an 83 uh, score show score and new york times loved it it says a ravishing musicals you will one of the most ravishing musicals you will ever be seduced by a miraculous show a musical for grown-ups hollywood reporter calls it yearning wistful and intoxicating so what do you think about a band's visit i do really like the band's visit a lot it, it's just kind of one of those shows that kind of just lingers with me uh-huh. personally i just kind of watch it and was like absorbing it and i think like maybe one or two moments in it dragged a little bit for me but overall i was kind of just sort of in the state of hypnosis by it i don't know mm-hmm. yeah you found it kind of Comfort, comforting in its yeah. slowness in a way yeah 
Yeah, I I do I have a thing. I I do occasionally fall into like a really I really liking the slow burn kind of uh-huh. not just with musicals but also with movies. I I do have like a soft spot for like the kind of like slow burns. Yeah. So do you think it it was the best of these four? Kind of. I it I think it was overall the best personally uh-huh. and I and I kind of thought it was sort of a no-brainer that it was going to win yeah I was I was partially hoping to be a little bit surprised just because it was kind of an obvious pick but I do also think that the message is like beautiful enough that it kind of needed to be said uh-huh. if that makes sense of like right. a the um like a like a group two groups that are typically very um, very, um, it's usually very tense, and I think they just kind of need that sort of harmony to be placed in, like, a mainstream show. Yeah, yeah. Which I think is important. For sure. So, also, I just want to bring up how much I love Katrina Link. Yeah. I I just love that woman so much. Yeah, she, 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 that was the lead? Yeah, she, yeah, she, yeah. yeah. She was good, she was really good. So yeah, she won, and then Tony Shalhoub won, and uh, Ari Ariel Stachel. Yeah, he won, right. and uh, he was. Uh, I've required to say that Nor, my favorite name in all of Broadway, Norbert Leo Butts, yeah. was nominated for My Fair Lady. Yeah. I always remember when he won. I forget for what. And he's like, if if a person can win an award with the name Norbert Leo Butts, then anybody um, can. Let's catch me if you can. I can't remember, but I'm like, that's really true. I I was it because I think he started on Wicked. Am I yeah, right? Yeah, he was in Wicked last five years. Yeah. Um, the original. Um. And I think they gave him like a sort of sympathy. <laughs> Oh, oh no! He won for Dirty Rotten Scoundrels. That's right. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, which incidentally, um, same uh, person who did the music as Bands Visit. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. So there you go. And Bands Visit won Best Book and Score. So they just cleaned. Yeah. Up. Yeah. Cleaned up. So. Uh, okay. Then uh, the last song was unquote (laughs) yeah was my hometown from bruce springsteen is a a show uh a a one-man act whatever um and i was not impressed no at all like what he just kept talking for like so long minutes it was so long. I was like, "What?" <laughs> I I, like, yeah, all of us in my group were like commenting, like just that we were just like, "Are you going to sing now? Are you going to sing yeah. now? Are like, you going to beat the lyrics?" Okay. What? It was so odd. Like, I don't know. It was really strange. It seemed like yeah, an SNL we were, bit we were or something. It was like. like we were saying it was like um, Bruce Springsteen ASMR. Just yeah, <laughs> just, like we were all like just we were like pretty active that night, and then that happened, and then we just all kind of were just we all just kind of began dozing off, kind of. Yeah, it was so odd, and 
And I guess the show is really great. He, the New York Times says a painful, if thrilling summing up at 68, a major statement about a life's work, but also a major revision of it. There may never have been anything as real and beautiful on Broadway. Yeah. And Hollywood Reporter says a beautifully crafted reflection on his life, his career, and his country, and reinventing even some last chance power driven anthems as hymns of quiet introspection so they just failed spectacularly to demonstrate that i think yeah there were a lot of great tweets about the performance set um i'm just gonna share some of those oh good yeah because they cracked me up um bruce springsteen went on longer than kamiko glenn was in waitress <laughs> um Hope the Hofstra University Drama Department is ready because for my next department audition, I will be reciting this whole speech by Bruce Springsteen. <laughs> um, and uh, there was, um, um, where was it? Um, um, my personal hell would be a never ending version of this Bruce Springsteen monologue and I think maybe I'm living through it. <laughs> Oh, good. I'm glad because I thought, I mean, I'm not like the biggest Bruce Springsteen fan in the world. And I'm like, maybe I'm just not getting it. But it sounds like everybody was kind of yeah, like, what? Of <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So they failed spectacularly to demonstrate that that was a good show, as, as the reviews suggest. And it has a 90 yeah on, uh, so there you go so that was it there was also the song from the marjorie stolman kids um from rent and yeah. uh, so that was pretty moving yeah i was very touched by that yeah they did a good job and um yeah so there you go that was the tonys what do you think of sarah Bareilles and josh groban i was really pleasantly surprised by them actually uh-huh I I was I kind of just expected to to sort of just them to be kind of forgettable, but no, they were pretty like charming overall, and they kept the show going. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, they're no Hugh Jackman, but they did pretty good, I think. And and Josh Groban, you got to give him some credit for being willing to laugh at himself. Yeah, I think that's pretty good. <laughs> and uh, I love Josh Groban. I'm actually going to yeah. see him for the fourth time this year i just love i don't know i know that he's cheesy and over the top but i yeah. love him and his music and, yeah and so. he was amazing in comet just, yeah that was just ah yeah i know i i, I wish i could have seen it yeah because i really liked the soundtrack yeah. and i loved I, I felt like dear evan hansen got a lot of oh oh it's overrated whatever but i don't care i thought it was really good i yeah. i thought that it was super catchy and i was just the kind of thing i just wanted to keep listening to it yeah. and i i think that i i would have rather it have been nominated this year so it could have easily won yeah <laughs> is my thing i think it was i think it was a very good show to win just personally not last year for me mm. if that makes sense yeah 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 uh, so there you go that's the tony awards uh so let us know what you guys think of any of these shows have you seen any of them what uh what you thought and 
uh yeah and what you thought of the tony awards and right well great well thanks for this is really fun i really enjoyed this yeah i appreciate you coming in uh or sitting down and talking yeah with me about broadway we should do some of our favorite maybe movie musicals next time that'll be fun that should be yeah yeah okay cool well how can people uh find you uh, on social media or any of that kind of fun stuff uh my twitter handle is pinafore geek um um that's actually um a musical related reference because my initials are hms so Mm -hmm. i kind of hms pinafore kind of just made that a thing so yeah cool great i'll have a link to that in the um description section you guys can make sure to follow hayden on twitter and uh, you can follow me at rachel's reviews on itunes and youtube and at smiling lds girl on all the social media so let us know what you think we really appreciate it and uh we'll talk to you all later bye bye